Hello everyone and welcome to a very, very special episode of Plug In with Kay. Woo! So this is our season two, episode two. I believe I think that's right, episode two. And yeah, guys. So before we get started, I just want to let you all know and remind everyone of um my class of 2023 senior giveaway. Um, the deadline for that is on Friday, September the 30th at 11.59 p.m. So, if you know or you have a class of 2023 high school senior, please um, click the link in my bio and on either Instagram or the link on my Facebook page. I think it's on Facebook. It should be on there. If not, I'll put it on there. And just make sure that you fill out that form for that senior to be entered into the drawing and so that way... When the drawing happens in October, we can bless a senior for um, the same way I blessed a senior last year. We have, like, a lot of different sponsors um, who are going to do different things for this senior. So, like, yeah, like, it's going to be, like, great because, like, you know, we're going to be blessing people. So, like, yeah. Anyways, hey, y'all. It's me. So, welcome to Plugged In with Kay again. Like I said, this is Season 2, Episode 2. And the title of this episode is The College Life, right? Living Life with Christ While in College. And I have the opportunity to be sitting here with a very special guest. And his name is Mr. Jalen Mack. Hey, y'all. Woo! Okay, so for those of y'all that don't know Jalen, Jalen is my graduate assistant um, for a program that I am in up here in college. And, like, he is, like, my brother. You know, like, you have, like, them annoying people that are, like, they're, they're like, your friends, but they're, like, super, super. Be careful. They're, like, super, super annoying and everything. So, like, yeah, you know, like, sibling rivalries and stuff. That is Jalen. So, like, he gets paid to just bother people. So, hi, Jalen. How are you doing today? How do I respond to that? (laughs) You're going to pay for this later. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. You are? I feel special. You feel special? I'm on the Kayana's podcast. You're on... Don't, don't do that. I'm on the it's just, oh, it's just a podcast. It's just a podcast. That's all it is. Don't do that. Don't do it. Y'all, she threatened me and said that if it wasn't perfect, that I was going to pay afterwards. How did I do that? Like, why would you Why would you sit there and tell that tale I'll be like doing that. a Facebook Live immediately afterwards, and y'all can go on to my Facebook page, and I'll tell you all about Kayana. He's saying this, and he doesn't even, he's not even active <laughs> on Facebook. Like, make that make sense. So, how are you feeling, Jalen? Really good. You feeling good? Mm-hmm. You ready to dive into this I'm topic? I'm ready. I'm excited. It's going to be excited? a great topic. Yeah. So, also, fun fact about Jalen. Jalen is, like, in ministry as well. So, like, this is not just, like, a random talk with, like, random people. So, I don't want y'all thinking that, like, I'm just finding random people and just putting them on here because that's not what I'm doing. It's, like, you know, actually finding people that's going to actually, like, say stuff that's, like, important. So, yeah, here we go. So, you want to start? You ready? Mm-hmm. You sure? Mm-hmm. You positive? I'm positive. start. There's ready. no stopping. I'm ready. Okay. So, no stopping until we get to the stop sign. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so our first question, my first question for you, Jalen, is, you know, like, so there are so many people um, who perceive what, uh, like, Christians are, like, Mm -hmm. how Christians are, what what to expect from Christians, Mm -hmm. how Christians should act. So what is your definition of a Christian? I feel like this is one of those questions that we complicate a lot Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be as complicated as we make it. Two words, being a Christian, loving God. Yeah. So, what I mean, and I'll explain what I mean 
um, all the preconceived and misconceptions that we have about what it is to be a Christian and even things that we see in people that claim to be Christians um, that exhibit behavior that's not Christ-like or that have nasty attitudes, um, that comes from not loving God but loving church. So we've raised a culture um, and even raised a generation that knows church, that knows religion, um, which that's even seen in how widely accepted Christian music is accepted among young people. Like, it's not unpopular to be listening. It's like, oh, yeah, I was listening to Kirk Franklin today or Maverick City's success, you know? Yeah. So it's part of culture. So, but that doesn't mean you're a Christian. It's loving God. And, you know, loving God is, I'm in a relationship with him. I tell, he's the only man that I'll ever be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And so just like I was in, if I were in a natural relationship with somebody else, like when I hear his voice, my heart stops. When, when I hear his name, I smile. I find ways and times in the day where I can cut everything else away just to spend time with him because it's a natural way of life and loving him. So, yeah. It likes to point out something you said. It's about like relationship. And, like, there are, you know, there are, like, a lot of people who, like, they, like, go to church and things like that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm a Christian. But, like, they don't act like it throughout the week. And that's, like, right. something that's, too, that's, like, a big stigma to them. They're like, oh, like, you're dancing with the devil throughout the week. Then you're in the church. But still, like, being a Christian is, like, really about relationship. Because you have to, like, know and understand the full power of God. Under- know and understand, like, who he is. Right. Um, like, what, who he is to you, I'd say. Because, like, who he may be to me is not, like, who he is to you. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's that relationship. Because, like, how you speak to him, how he talks to you, it's, like, might be different than how he talks to me. Right. Because I know, like, I'm, like, one of, like, okay, like, if we were to ask God to, like, describe his children, he would probably be, like, I'm one of his children that, like, he just have to roll his eyes at sometimes. <laughs> because, like, I would be, like, okay, God. I'm trusting you, and then the next minute, I'm like, God, I don't understand this. What is the purpose? But it's like, you know, that's part of relationship. You right. have to know, like, where you stand with him. And, like, yeah, so that's, like, a big thing. Well, even in, like, natural relationships, there are bumps, there are ups and downs, there are, um, in no ordinary romantic relationships, there are, there's conflict. Yeah. And there's that should be no different, even with our relationship with God. We make God weird. And it's like that we can't take those feelings and those experiences with him. It's like I was thinking I was we were talking the other day and I said, he's big enough to handle that. You know, yeah. he's big enough to handle handle the tears. He's big enough to handle the, the questions. Um, but because the biggest thing for him is stay in fellowship with me. Right. Keep talking to me. Let, let's process this together. I'm not going to turn you away. I'm not going to uh, strike you down with lightning. But <laughs> just even though he should for you. But um just, I wish y'all could see this face that she just gave me, but uh, just keep talking to me. Right. Y'all, Jalen is on one. But, like, I gotta, like, I'm going to agree with you. Because, like, um, like, lately I've been finding myself just, like, evaluating, like, how I am as a Christian on my walk, in my walk and stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know. And then, like, I have, I've had thoughts of, like, you know, just quitting. And be like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go do something else that's not of God, but then like I can't go because it's like conviction hits. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, never mind. Okay, freak. I'm like, okay, God, you totally forget what I just said. Mm-hmm. You're like, just erase that whole right. part that I said. Just erase all of that. Right, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, 
Keep going. Right. Backspace. Click, click, click. Delete. Right. Like, complete delete from the whole system. So, being on a college campus, you know, it's like a whole new environment. And, like, once you get here, you're basically on your own, right? You don't have your parents. Mm-hmm. You don't have, like, you got freedom that you've never, like, really had before. So, how has that affected your faith in Christ? So, that's quite interesting. Because my answer is probably going to be different than what you expect. Okay. Um, I'll answer it two ways. Number one, um, college wasn't as big of a shock when it comes to a new environment and being feeling like different and on your own mm-hmm. because um, I've always felt like that I was alone and on my own. Um, not necessarily at in around the community of church, but when I was at school or whatever, I always felt different because right because like i was while i was not born saved but i really genuinely like was saved when i was like at an early age that mm-hmm. sounds like so corny oh, no, that's but, me too like this has been my life i think since i was like 11 yeah so, so um and then like being raised by my grandmother like we really knew god at home like as Four or five, like I was, we were praying an hour, but I was me in my house. He <laughs> will serve the Lord. But like, so coming to college was a continuation of knowing God for myself. It wasn't a big shock. Um, I had already had that root system in place, mm-hmm. and I'd been conditioned to know if there's nobody else that's going to stand with me, that I'm okay, and I'm not doing this to prove anything to anybody. At the end of the day. I want to know them. Right. The other part of that is the way that I view it. I view myself as as Joseph or Daniel, mm-hmm. and they're going into whether it's Egypt or or Babylon into a foreign place where there's all culture of exploration and gods and um and even heightened sexuality, which is things that are all prevalent on college campuses. Right. But what was what was unique about them was they had number one their own in individual relationship with God mm-hmm. and their own way that he talked with them but number two when they could be trusted God used them to minister to the culture that they were in right and because of their willingness and their good heart God will always promote them and so in my life coming to college I felt big I felt just like Joseph or like Daniel um, that I was coming into a place that was hostile, not towards towards church or religious culture, but towards, but God. towards God. Yeah, and so towards towards the person that I love. But because I kept my eye endeavored, didn't always do it, but endeavored to keep my heart pure and genuine, turning towards God. I felt that He could always use me as like His special covert ops person, yeah. um, and send me on little missions on campus to people that nobody's ever known about. Um, to impact people. So, and because of that, he's always promoted me, Mm -hmm. um, and been with me and given me opportunities, um, to be in rooms that I don't qualify to be in, even on campus. So, so like, it's, so like, to piggyback off of that, um, for me, like, once I got here, I was like, ready to be on my own. Cause I felt like I had outgrown, you know, my hometown, everything like that. Cause like I was doing so much, but it wasn't until I got here till I like my faith had to increase. Cause I like had to fully like trust God. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, okay, God, this is new environment, new territory. I don't really like understand a lot of things. And like, 
like you were saying, like you come again to here, it's like a culture shock because you see like uh, different things, like different sexualities mm-hmm. and different like religious practices and things like that. And it was like, you know, I've known about it, but to just live with it and be like super exposed to it, right. that was something else too. So like I had to like really just be like, okay, God, I'm trusting you. But I need you to help me so that, like, I don't venture off anywhere that, like, I'm not supposed to go. Like, show me who and what to entertain. And then, like, even through that, like, my faith in him, like, it had to grow because I had to get directions at times. Because, like, I've just in, like, these past two years of being on on this campus, it's just been, like, a lot of stuff going on back to back to back between, like, classes to Mm -hmm. like different people and like relationships with people and things like that and so it's like I needed my faith because I was like I don't understand this and like without my faith being strengthened to know that this is truly God putting me here or whatever because like fun fact I wasn't supposed to come here I didn't want oh wow you assumed wasn't good enough for you (laughs) I did not want to come here and the reason why I didn't want to come was because like it was said throughout family for like a long time and then like I had a parent that worked here and it was just like I don't want to be here Mm -hmm. and like I wanted to go somewhere else but it was like every time I tried to escape Southern Miss God kept you know that's when the you know admissions people blowing up your phone or this event going on that event going on and I was like okay God I don't want to go there but then I had to learn that like because the main places that like we don't want to go that's where God needs us to be so, like, since I've been here and, like, just working in my faith and trusting God and, like, strengthening my faith and, like, really, like, truly, 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 like, having the faith in him. Because it's, like, sometimes, you know, like, it, get, it gets tough. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you know, eating ramen noodles in, in your dorm room yeah. and you're, you're crying because it's the last pack. <laughs> you got, you know, 10 cents to your name. But, like, that increased my faith because God always provided he always provided in those times and in those seasons. So I'm like, that's why I needed it, to increase my faith. And, like, through that, like, this podcast was birth. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like the hard places, I'll say this, the hard places are always places that God uses for promotion. Yeah. Many people waste the opportunities that they have in front of them because they don't see that they're real opportunities. Right. They say that they see them as God why did you do this? Why did you let this happen? Why did you let this go through? And you're wasting your opportunity. You're wasting like this. I've, if you think about, think about Jesus going into the wilderness, it says that God, that the spirit of God led him into the wilderness mm-hmm. to be tempted of the devil. So he goes through that. And at no point does he question God. It's like, Hey, I'm literally <laughs> you 2.0. Like I'm one out of three of us. Why did you let this happen to me? But instead he hung to his faith in the word right and the what comes after that it says that he returned in the power of the spirit so he went in and stayed strong and used that as a launching place that propelled him into his ministry so in the same way like on campus and on in college in the hard times where it's you're like i don't i don't get why if you'll if we would spend less time asking why and more time right like actually understanding why right and giving him time to speak and say hey it's gonna be okay those are times those are platforms to promotion so so 
you know, like college. When people think of college, they think about, you know, parties and things. Parties and getting drunk and smoking. Oh, no. Smoking and I didn't know that went on campus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, what is it? Dancing in nightclubs and things. So, you know, they call that. They, they call do that? that tempta- yeah. They, call <laughs> <laughs> they, they do that. You know, they call it temptation. So, like, you know, with so much temptation around, like, so many influences, like peer pressure, things like that, um, you know, throughout your college years on this environment mm-hmm. here, right? So, have you ever had a moment where you gave in to temptation? Absolutely not. I was perfect. So, how did you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I'll say every every time in college that I that I missed God, that I messed up, or was somewhere that I wasn't supposed to be, um, it came from loneliness. Yeah. So it wasn't so much of me me wanting to fit in and be like people. It was I'm tired of just being the only person. Like I'm tired of doing this by myself yeah. and not having like I feel like not maybe community. Right, right. I feel like maybe maybe they are right. Maybe it doesn't it's not really this deep. Maybe I am too spiritual. <laughs> and I don't have those that that those group of friends that understand me. So maybe I'll just sacrifice this little bit in order to be around people. Right. And it's always it's deception. It's a trap. So every time that I've I've missed it, it's been because of loneliness. And the hardest thing after that is number one, you know going in that it's wrong. Yeah. And then number two, you're there and you know I don't belong here. I don't fit in like at all. And then number three, you when you get done with whatever it is, where whatever um the temptation is, you say, man, I wasted time that I could have been with God and I feel guilty. But one after I remember one time I done something dumb, done something stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just like begging and pleading. It's like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, just chill. And in my heart came the words, I give you grace for every new beginning. Yeah. And so that meant so much to me in that moment. It may not sound like a lot, but it meant so much to me in that moment because as far as he was concerned, I was already ahead of it, but I was the one holding me back. Mm-hmm. So coming back to God is not as complicated either as we make it. Yeah. As long as, as soon as you turn your heart back to him, he's right there saying, all right, we're good. And I'm giving you grace to stand the next time. All right, that was dumb, but I'm past it. So move right. on. I think, like, so, fun, this is going to be, like, a little short, funny story. So, like. When you was at the club. and you I was, was not at She nobody's. goes clubbing every week. No, every I weekend. did not. I was not at nobody. <laughs> Anyways, so, like, me and my friends. Because, you know, like, so, like, last year, I wasn't, I didn't go anywhere. I was, like, in my room, locked myself in there, battling, like, super hard depression, like, that God had to, like, help me get through and things like that. So, this year, I was like, okay. I need to get out, um, you know, not get out, but, like, be more social with people. So, like, my friends, they um, they wanted to go to a party. Like, this is the thing. None of my friends are partiers. Like, none of us in our friend group are partiers. But, like, somehow the idea came we should go to this party. It was chaos. And it was not my idea. It was not my idea. But we were going because it was, like, the, like, welcome week or Mm -hmm. something. So, like, we went. And, like, 
So when we got there, all I did was sit down and stuff. And like me, I was laughing and I wasn't because like I didn't it was funny to me because like I didn't know none of the songs. <laughs> like they were like, you know, you know what they do. Like y'all know what they do at parties. Like come on out. Like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they were they had cups. They were dancing and it wasn't it wasn't the Mm-mm, mm-hmm. But like it was, you know, different environment, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like laughing because I'm like, this is why I go to church, and I was like, I like me, I felt like like me, I'm sitting at this party, sitting down, watching everybody, and I'm like, I've literally wasted my time that I could have been in the bed to, to just be sitting here. Mm-hmm. I was laughing. Then like when I got back to the room, and like I was like, okay, God, I was like, God, forgive me. Uh, I was like, God, I'm sorry. I just had to go. I was like, we just went, you know, my friends, they, they, you know, we're all quiet people. We all, you know, we don't do the partying scene. And I mm-hmm. know that all of us was lost. So I was like, God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And then, like, instead of, like, feeling condemned about it, it was like God was like, you knew that wasn't your scene. You knew that wasn't where you're supposed right. to be. So, like. Why are you even trying to beat yourself up about it? You knew that's right. not what he was. He was like, you. And then, like, he started, like, showing me what I was doing while I was there. And, like, I was, like, literally laughing at people. I was like, I was in there. I was like, I can't wait to get to church. Mm-hmm. And people were, like, looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, I, like, literally cannot wait to get to church. There's more to do yeah. at church than here at this party. Yeah. It was, like, so crazy. Do you know, so I don't want anyone to confuse when I say or when we say, like, move on or go forward as being careless and frivolous with sin, because that's not what we're saying. However, you can't stay in a place where you're beating up on yourself. Do you know that condemnation is an in you condemning yourself or anybody else condemning you is a, it's a personal attack against God as far as he's concerned, because, because the Bible calls Satan, the accuser of the book of the brethren. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's finding every way to point out your faults and your failures. And he's the greatest enemy. And we're, like, harder on ourselves than God is on us. And I think that, like, with, especially, like, with, you know, those of us who are in college serving him, we feel like, you know, I'm not saying that it's right. I'm saying that, like, when we do find ourselves in those moments where, like, we're, we fought, like, we're falling short or things like that, and we, like, beat ourselves up more then God does. And it's just like God. Absolutely. just like, you know, repent. And, you know, because like, you know, grace upon grace. Each day there's new grace. There's new mercy. But it's still at the same time. It's like you have to um, you have to know who you are in Christ in order to know that, okay, this is not who I am. And so because I'm aware of that, right. because I'm aware of what happened, I can repent and still continue in grace. Like, I'm not saying just go out here and do everything. Yeah, don't be like Kayana. Don't Don't be like Kayana. First of all, I'm not like that. Anyways, don't just go out there and just be like, oh, I got grace. I can do all this other stuff. Right. Because, you you know, you might find yourself, you know, before the throne sooner than you think. But, like, just, you know, be, I'd say be spiritually aware and spiritually cautious as well. Don't just, like, play around with God's grace because it's a precious gift. And, like, to lose that, man. Definitely. Know. I don't know what I do. Definitely. I for real be crying in. Like, I'm going I'm to cry every now. But I for real. Man, let God tell me, oh, I, you're not covered in my grace anymore. What? Yeah. What? Right. That's why he tells us in, in 1 Corinthians 10 not to tempt him 
in the same way that the children of Israel tempted him because they just felt like we've got all this, we've got all this grace. We can just murmur and we can complain. And the days of grace with of them ran out. And that whole generation was destroyed in the wilderness because they tempted him. So it's not worth it. Last thing I'll say. One of the two things. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Jalen does this all the time, y'all. I'm used to it. One of When you were talking about, you said something early and it reminded me some something someone said to me and they said you may have done what they said you did but you're not who they say you are are. and knowing the difference between i made a mistake and this is who i am yeah um my mistakes don't define me right they're just stepping stones for my story Mm -hmm. you want to put that on the t-shirt that's a bar (laughs) i'll give you credit this time but the other thing was um i was listening to a sermon the other week um and one of the things that they said was one of the greatest acts of faith it's not about one of the greatest acts of faith is not seeing the dead raised, seeing people get healed. Those are all great, miraculous things. But one of the greatest acts of faith is to be able to stand back in God's presence after you've missed it and say, I believe your blood covered me. Right. Even after you've missed it. And yeah. But. And then like in reality, like even like if we do miss God and we miss his presence, he still like gives us a second chance because, you know, he's a God of second chances. But I feel like, you know, a lot of times we forget that, especially like being here in college, because it's like so much going on, so much moving so fast. So it's like, you know, if you mess up, they condemn you because everybody's watching you. Not like staring at you, but like if you like say, well, I'm a Christian on a college campus, mm-hmm. everybody's looking at how you act, how you dress, how, where you go, all the other stuff. And so it's like, stop looking at me, you know? Yeah. So it's like kind of hard or like they try to debate you. With like biblical topics and stuff about mm-hmm. society and homosexuality and things like that, and you're just like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna respond. Then when you say you're not gonna respond, like that's what makes it like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the word for it, but like, yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot, but it's only it's it is a lot. Yes and no. It's a lot because that's for a lot good coming. Reasons, though it's a lot for good reasons. Though. Well, it's also. Who said that they're that they're pressure that they're putting on me that I have to leave it on me? Right. So I don't have anything to prove. So one of one of my heroes, Lester Sumrall, he said, "Other people's heads are a poor place to keep my happiness." Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm a Christian. I stand for Christ. But just because that doesn't mean that I'm not going to make a mistake. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I have to have all the answers all the right. time. Um, and if you don't like it, I love you. I'll help you as much as I can. Um, but that pressure, your pressure isn't mine. I'm not the burden bearer. I cast my, you, whatever you're putting on me, I put right back on him. Mm-hmm. So. That's a bar. Mm, thanks. thanks. <laughs> okay. So in the midst of like noise and chaos, you know, that college brings from like moving too fast. You got this, mm-hmm. you got that, you got this assignment, this exam. Like, have you ever felt like shaking in your faith? Shaken and stirred. Shaken and stirred. <laughs> wow. That sounded so churchy. Um, Shaken in my faith, I'll say probably not so much because I realized that if, I, if there was a miss, it was on my side. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I didn't like feel the pressure of those things. Right. Um, but I just knew what to do with them. So, 
I understand people that I have friends who have been, who aren't able to deal with that and separate that out as easily as I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And so walking that out with them was tough and, and helping them come back on the right path and being patient with them. I just, in my mind, I was like, so even though I'm not in this position, Mm-hmm. If I were, how would I want someone to walk me through this phase? Right. Um, and so just being mindful of me because it could be me um, at all times. So, yeah. I don't know that I've ever had a big shakeup in my faith. I'm not going to lie. I have. Mm-hmm. But it was like in in like my season of being by myself. Mm-hmm. Like no friends in a dorm room by myself. It's just me and God, and I'm like, okay, college, you know, they say college is supposed to be, like, the best years of your life. It's not supposed to be hard. And I'm like, I'm literally fighting for my life. Yeah. It should not be this hard. There are people out there that are not even, like, trying to live for you. Like, this is how I'm talking to God. I'm like, there are people out here that ain't even trying to live for you, bro. Yeah. Like, they, they don't, they could care less about you. And here I am, struggling. Because I do. And I'm like, I don't understand this. I'm going to be like them. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, really hard because it was, it was like, I was to a place to where, like, I don't want God to speak to me. I don't want God to do anything. I was just like, just let me, let me be. Just mm-hmm. turn me loose. You know, set me loose. Turn me loose. Forget yeah. about me. That's how I felt. And it was because, like, I was, like, going into that state of depression. I was like, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. God doesn't care. I'm by myself. Like, come on now, everybody else has, like, support systems in college. Everybody else has friends and stuff. And here I am in my room by myself every night. Here I am in my room crying myself to sleep. Here I am in my room just with my Bible open, and I'm like, okay, God, you ain't speaking to me. Mm -hmm. Like, make it make sense. I am, like, trusting you. I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm even, like, I'm even trying, and, like, I'm feeling in schoolwork. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, God. Some got to give. Wow. It was it was tough. It was like really tough. And like in that moment, I had to decide: Am I like, like when I say that depression thing, it was hard. It was like because it it, it was like more and more kept adding on to it and adding on to it and adding on to it. So it was like really testing my faith. It was like God was like really seeing like, do you want this for real or mm. are you just like you know? And I was like, yeah, I do. But then there were times when I'm, like, in my room, I'm like, God, forget you. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't care. You're not there. Yeah. So, I'm going to go just, you know. It was a time just that I, on. like, stopped praying. It was crazy, too. It was like, I just get up and go. Yeah. So, I'll add, to add in a, to put an addendum to what I said earlier and onto what you just shared. Um. My... While I don't cannot say that I've had my faith shaken in God, I've had a lot of faith shaken in people that said they were His. Yeah, in that, college, that too, like that—that's crazy. I've experienced that. And going through things, and and people being nonchalant and not being there for you, I didn't attribute that to God, but I attribute. I was like, "You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be my leader. You're supposed to be." The person that's looking out for me, you're yeah. supposed like I look up to you, or you're my friend, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and how could you do this when I've 
I've been there for you. Yeah, that's I, like me. I'd be like, look, God, this yours. They belong to you. Mm-hmm. You need to come get them at this point. Right. Just come get them. Some is wrong. You created them, okay? Like, you need to come get them. Like, right. that's how I talk to them. But, like, I can say that, like, not to cut you off. Oh, you're good. But I can't. She's just trying to prove it's her podcast. No, I'm not. But I can't say that, like, in those moments, like, in that moment that I was in where, like, I was, like, for real, like, really shaking in my faith. God was sending people to, like, keep encouraging me. Mm-hmm. Like, my mentor. She stayed encouraging me, stayed sending me devotionals. And then on top of that, my pastor. He, you know, like, he right. didn't hear from me for a while. He will text me, hey, daughter, are you okay? Um, do you need anything or stuff? Or, like, I see him around, around town. Like, it was like, it was like, the crazy thing about it was, like, I'm going through all of this. And it's like, every time I leave this campus, I saw my pastor. And mm-hmm. I'm like... God, I told you. You need to stop this. Like, yes. And then, like, my pastor's wife. So, like, they were, like, really encouraging. Like, all of them, you know, my aunt and uncles, they were, like, just really encouraging me. They were, like, just, you know, like, spiritually encouraging me, not just, like, encouraging Mm -hmm. me out of flesh. They were encouraging me, like, spiritually. And so, like, you know. So, something that I was, like, trying to, I was thinking about this earlier, and I was, like, I don't know where I'm going to fit this in, but... Mm -hmm. Something that you just said, like talking about the people that were encouraging you, something that's so important, I think, if you're going to make it on as a as a student on a college campus those four years, but also just in life, you need somebody that's further along than you, yeah. someone that's older than you. There's this there's this man that I love dearly. He's probably in his sixties and like he just like I feel like we're friends. Yeah. But he He's sharp, so sharp spiritually, and he was a constant support through me to me through college. Mm-hmm. Um, like on, we would meet on Saturdays at seven o'clock. I think it was a struggle. We would meet every <laughs> other Saturday that was, for seven o'clock prayer on a Saturday from seven to eight, and that mentorship and that support system of somebody that's further along than me, that's someone that's looking over me, not just him, but other people, um, like the bass player at my church, Cedric, um, who's been also another spiritual mentor, um, that are far, that are decades ahead of me. Um, that's the, one of the things that we, I feel like we don't talk about, like with friends and people around campus. Yes, you do need people that to be, you have need to have good friends that are going pursuing Christ with you, but you need somebody that knows more than you. Yeah. And then like you, like what, to add on to that, when you need people that, like, know more than you, you need people who have, like, been through where you've been. Or you need people that, like, when you can't pray for yourself or, like, when you can't pull yourself out, they can pull you out. They can, like, grab you where you are in that moment spiritually and usher you back to where you belong. Which is something that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, my mentor, I love her to death. That's my auntie as well. But, like, I'm pretty sure that I've bothered the cush out of her. Because, like, she's always, Bother like... Bothered the cush. Like, she's always pulling me, like, spiritually. She's like, come on, Kayana. Come on, Kayana. Like, come on. Like, you you know where you're supposed to be. Come on, Kayana. Like, pick yourself up. Come on. Put your big girl drawers on. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Like, but it's like, that's needed. And I feel like that's something else, too. Like, the... I'm not going to say the church. I'm going to say, like, the body of Christ sometimes. When it comes to, like, people, like, 
uh, young adults going off to college, mm-hmm. they like, oh, we wish you well and stuff. But like nobody really checks on them for real. Mm-hmm. And that's something else too that like that's like a battle as well. Like, okay, God, I'm living for you, God. I'm going to this church. Like, this is the body of Christ that I'm a part of. This is the the congregation that I'm a part of, but nobody checks on me. And, like, I, you know, that's like a, a battle because, like, you know, like you were, like we were saying, like, you need uh, older people who can help you, who can, like, you know, want wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need wisdom because, like, you can't go nowhere without wisdom. So yeah. it's, like, essential. Really quick, I've also learned, so I've been had the same thoughts of, like, Okay, where are all these people? Yeah. Like, I'm by myself. But I've also learned that a lot of times you're asking, where are all these people? Like, I'm looking at my church family. But realizing a lot of them, even at their age, at their grown age, are doing the same or going through the same, same thing things. Yeah. And it would be God's doing me a favor, keeping me in isolation, you know, and not wasting that time. But at the at the right time, God always sends the right people. Right. Um, so. I, I can yeah. That's that's a fact. Step prove a fact. Because people be coming out the woodworks. Yeah. The right people be coming out the woodworks. Like they said, they were the rams in the bushes. Yeah, I got stories, but. Yes, I do too. Fun fact about both of us. Okay, so. What do you do or what have you done to not only just focus on your schoolwork, but spend time with God as well? So, that is, it's a balance. It is a, something that everyone, I feel like, would go through um, in college. Mm-hmm. But, one of the things that helped me was to realize that my school life and my life with God aren't separate. They're the same, yeah. So, my my classwork is worship. Mm -hmm. So, while I'm doing, while I'm writing a literary analysis on James Baldwin, my heart is turned towards God saying, God, what is your perspective about this? And then in the middle of it, in the middle of class, in the middle of schoolwork, in the middle of homework, I'll have a God idea and it'll be just like, oh, wow. It's like, wow, you're so smart. No, I'm not so smart <laughs> if you only knew where that came from. Right. And so the whole time I'm not disengaging my heart or disengaging my interest towards God during schoolwork or whatever, but he's a part of the conversation. He's a part of the work and everything that I do is worship. Right. Um, and also, and I, that hasn't been easy. I know. It's, it's not easy at all. And I, at I've missed assignments because not finding the balance, not because I was giving time to God. I was just being stupid and procrastinating. But, but, (laughs) procrastination, y'all. Like, I don't know. It's just like when you're in high school, you get all your work done and stuff. But when you get here, when you get to college, procrastination creeps it through the back window. And like, when I say procrastination hits, procrastination hits. Like, it's just. I don't know. Procrastination, that's just, that, I don't know. Like, I got a, eight feel like an 18-wheeler hit me. And, but at the same time, I'll say, even when, if I, this is perfect. So, even when I had messed up with assignments and um, even, also, I haven't shared this a lot. 
So I shouldn't be, shouldn't have graduated or whatever. I had failed a course mm-hmm. from my sophomore, junior year. And that grade is like hardcore is in there. Who? Like it's, it's an F and it's not like a 50 F. Like it's <laughs> like <laughs> it's, y'all. It's down below there. Like it's in the trenches. Past 40s, past 30s. But anyway, so <laughs> it's a, well, we won't talk about that. So I shouldn't have graduated, but when I I looked at I took that and I was like God I'm not going I'm not going to worry about it I said I'm going to talk to you about this mm-hmm. and I was like here's the situation and because I was willing to not separate school life and my life with him and made them one invite him into the conversation mm-hmm. people came out of administration on the campus old professors and went around and did. All I don't know what God had them do and rearranging policies and that grade isn't is nowhere to be found. But like that's unheard of. It's that's just like okay, y'all. That's just like this one that you said. Because like it's like our sins. Right. They just like gone. Right. It's fun. She tried to show that she's been learning vocabulary. But (laughs) no, I know that word. I've been on that word, Jalen. Part of speech. I'm just kidding. So so anyway, wow, this look. But because I wasn't, if you don't separate your your professional life, your school life from God, invite him on into every part of your life mm-hmm. because he has something to say and he wants to be a part of all of it. Oh, yeah, that's like, okay, so that's like me. Because, like, me, I'm in, like, these super hard classes because I'm a pre-med major. And it's, like, a whole bunch of science stuff. And, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, God, I don't want... Like, me, I was like, I don't understand this. I'm just going to fail this class. Yeah, mm-hmm, I'm going to fail this exam. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going to make the lowest grade possible. Like, that's me. But then, like, when I started, like, spending time with God in the mornings. Because, like, um, with my, uh, you know, like, consecrating and things like that. And, like, journaling in the mornings and just, like, spending time and worship with Him before I go to my classes and stuff. Like, actually, because, like, what I would do, I would, like, wake up, pray... And, like, go to class. Because I only had, like, enough time to do that. But, like, actually waking up earlier in the morning. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. Because, you know, college students, mm-hmm. we, we go to bed late. And we need our sleep. And it's super important for us to get our sleep. Because, like, how can you function when I sleep? But, anyways, it's like, because I made that sacrifice, God started showing up for me in my classes. It's like, this is, like, recently. Because, like, both of my first exams for both of my major hard science classes... I've passed both both of them mm. with like good scores, like not like you know a sixty five. Right. That's like where I was. I was like, something like that. No, but like I actually passed them. Like I actually passed them for real. And it's like <laughs> you know, it's just like wow. And it was like God's like you know, if you you know, like it took me back to like, what can you sacrifice to get what you need? And like for me, I was like, wow. Okay, God. So, like, now I'm like, okay, God, I understand. And, like, that's why I say that, like, this year is going better than last year. Because I didn't understand that last year. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm all by myself. I'm alone. But, like, even even if, even if in times where I'm by myself, I'm like, okay, God, you're with me. God, I'm trusting you. And, like, me, I'm a journalist. So, like, I write down everything. And I'm like, okay, God, this is how I'm feeling. God, this is what's going on. Or whatever, but I'm giving it to you because you know, sister girl got an exam this evening, and like me, I used to be a person to where like I would pray before my exam, 
Like, not saying that I don't. But, like, me, I go in there, I pray before my exam, and, like, didn't have the confidence. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm praying, but I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fail. And that's like, faith without works is dead. Right. So it's like, you're speaking that out your mouth that you're going to fail. Your heart's so not you're going to fail. Your heart's not engaged. Right. Like, so, like, these last couple of exams, I've went in there with confidence. And because I went in there with confidence, God showed up in the midst of my confidence. So, like... Me spending time with God, it's a necessity. It really is a necessity. And, like, it's it's crazy. It's, like, because I'm like, oh, wow. Well, God, why didn't you just tell me that last year? You right. know? If that would have been so he's the much problem. better. Right, because he's the problem. <laughs> no, he's not the problem. <laughs> it's me. I was like, well, you know, but I'm grateful for everything that I've gone through, though. So, yeah. Right. It's about... So the first step is learning to spend time with God, but the right. second step is learning to spend life with God. Right. It's also like that goes back into relationship because like Absolutely. when you get in a relationship, you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with that person. That's the goal. So like that's the same goal with Christ. Not the way they do it now. <laughs> you know, not the way they do it now. They're like toxic stuff. But like stay away from college, you know, like college, um, you know how, like, they have, like, those college statistics where such and such, and you're a Christian here, but then you won't be when you live. Like, y'all, just stay away from that and, like, focus more on God. Like, pray. And, like, instead of, like, so, like, read your Bible. Like, that'll help you. And what I mean by, like, read your Bible, I don't mean, like, just have the Bible app and read the verse of the day that they send you every morning. Like, actually read it. Because, like, me, I find myself, like, reading it a lot. And, like, reading full chapters and stuff. And highlighting, and that's been like good for me. And just to clarify, another thing, some y'all not gonna like this, and you may disagree with me, but YouTube and TikTok clips and sermons are not a still; they are a supplement, right. but they are not a substitute for you reading your Bible. Right, like that would not. be like trying to live off of vitamins. And like they have nutritional value. Good sermons are good sermons, but it doesn't get it doesn't replace. Core time with you with God, open right. with the book open, saying, show me, teach me what you have for me today. Right. And, like, to go back into that, like, reading your Bible, like, a lot of people, they're like, God doesn't speak to me. How does God speak to me? I don't hear him speak to me. Well, you know, if you open the good book, he'll speak to you. And they're like, how does God speak? God speaks through his word. He speaks through his scripture. But you won't know that until you build relationship with him. And the steps to build a relationship is to dig in the good book. The Bible, you know, what they say is the basic instructions before leaving earth. So, like, if these are your instructions, it's an instruction manual. If you, you're trying to build your life with Christ, how can you do that without the instruction manual? Right. That's a bar. It is. I got a one-up you. Okay. So, a lot of times, Christians, they feed, they feed their bodies Three hot meals a day, mm. but they feed their spirits one cold snack a week on Sunday. Ooh, that's good. So I can't take credit for that. Uh. That came from out of a book. I'll share it. It's FF by FF Bosworth. But um, that's so true. Like, we don't take time to actually see it as a necessity and food right. for our spirits, but it's necessary. It is necessary. Because you know what that song says? It was necessary. I can't sing, y'all. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> don't be fooled, y'all. Anyways, so yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of our pot of my podcast tonight. You know, we were here with 
Mr. Mac. Not Mr. We're here with Mr. Mac, you know, Mr. Mac. Not, no, Jalen. All that. Jalen. Yeah. So we hope we said something that helps you guys. Those of you who are in college, um, you know, we pray that this bless you, like helped you. Because, like, we're in college too. Like, we've gone through this. We're going through this. You know, and that's something else too. Like, we learn and we get strength from others' testimonies. And that's, like, super important. So, once again, I want to remind everybody about the Class of 2023 Senior Giveaway. The deadline is September the 30th. I will be drawing the senior live. So, there's a lot in store to bless that senior. Like, it's a lot, y'all. Like, so much more than last year. A lot, a lot. Like, yeah, if you got a senior, put them in there and y'all just go before the throne and pray. Because, like, we're really going to bless the senior this year. So, I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in, for listening to me. Um, you know, via, you know, audio, because, you know, like, somebody Don't. didn't want to get on the camera. But it's okay, though, because, like, wow. I need to get back on the camera myself. I haven't been on the camera in so long. I feel like I'm running, running from the camera. Because, like, that's where I started. And so I need to go back to where, you know, I first mm -hmm. began. But I will one day. So thank y'all so much. And remember to stay plugged in with Kate. Bye. Bye, y'all.